Welcome to the McCarter Gets High podcast. I'm your host, McCarter. I am so excited you're here. Just a little bit of background about me. I first started writing cannabis journalism for Westward Magazine in Denver, Colorado, then quickly moved to public relations with Grasslands Agency. And now I have my own company specializing in content creation, social media marketing, and promotion. On my podcast, I will bring on guests that shed light into different aspects of the cannabis industry and other plant medicines, giving us a deeper understanding of the industries as a whole. On today's episode, we feature Nick and Lizzie Cozy. Nick owns and operates a wholesale cannabis cultivation company in Boulder, Colorado, and Lizzie owns her own social marketing agency called Social Lizard. They are my favorite cannabis couple, and I really enjoyed the opportunity to sit down with them. Please join us in our efforts to destigmatize cannabis and other plant medicines by subscribing and leaving us a review on any platform that streams podcasts. This high is brought to you by MJ Arsenal, one of my favorite glass and dab rig companies based out of Denver, Colorado. Right now, I'm ripping off of the Titan Mini Rig. Be sure to use my code MCARTERGETSHIGH for 15% off your next purchase at www.mjarsenal.com. Hey, this is Nick Cozy. I'm on the Mika- the Mikarter. <laughs> <laughs> you are on. You are listening to the McCarter Gets High podcast. I am Lizzie Cozy Nick with Cozy. Nick Cozy, and we are really high. I am the CEO and founder of the Market Colorado. It's a fifteen thousand square foot medical and recreational cannabis facility. We are cultivating uh, up in Boulder. The perception of people who get high is that like everyone's like, you're just lazy stoner fucks, like blah, 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 blah. Yep. To be real, like, I don't know if a lot of people could do what we do. Right. And I think the yeah. cannabis helps you be able to do that because you don't take everything like personally. Yes. You don't take like everything, every criticism to heart and all that kind of shit. You know, yeah. it's just like, no, we're just going to try to do what we, we want to do. And yep, yeah. I mean, it seems to be working for everybody sitting here. So that's you know, <laughs> yeah. trust your gut. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, weed makes you trust your gut. Yeah. And yep. then when you trust your gut, you're like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna just do it. Branding as a whole, we kind of like first saw it in California, like the mm-hmm. you know, just like beach ads and vacation and like. Hollywood, like, like what fake is titties on a weed jar, and it's like, what do these fake titties have to do with the yeah, weed jar? Like, I, I, well, weed, that definitely, <laughs> oh my god, definitely sex sells. And when it came to cannabis brands in California and other places, but California as a way of just like, hey, listen, we'll just get a bunch of chicks in bathing suits smoking our weed and that's it. (laughs) And we don't need to talk about the strain or the lineage or who grew it or where we sourced it. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I mean, sex sells and that's awesome. titties. That's what they're trying to say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or the packaging. Yeah. And that's what's all sideways in my opinion. It's like, we're all in this because we all should be in this because we love the plant. It helps us. It's medicine. Yes. It, cal- it does whatever for you. It calms you down. It helps you be more creative. Yeah. We're trying to get away from yeah, that stigma exactly. and having more people look at it as, yes, you know, like. Let's help ourselves as a group get past the stigma. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. It's it's a movement and not everyone's it on is. it yet fully for the right reasons, but 
I feel like change is coming and it's happening yes. right now and in so many different arenas. Yeah. So and you've I been a part right of it, which time. is cool. It's yeah. cool to see like clients that you've worked with turn into like very well respected brands in their different regions, you know? Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean it is. It's awesome watching tree brands develop. Tree huggers. Oh, <laughs> shout out tree huggers. That's, That's, they're doing they're great. Good things. Yeah. Sustainable packaging yeah. for cannabis and hemp brands mm-hmm. and it's cool because a lot of brands are doing that like we fuck with a ton of people in california who are doing cool stuff like that's awesome I mean, oh it's yeah awesome it's cool to yeah. see people like actually going for it just yes doing doing everything with a little more consciousness of yes what this footprint of this brand can be and then what you can kind of just supplement with a little more energy and and care like, you know, it it takes a little more time, but to have jars that have like recycled plastic from being found in the ocean and then recycled glass, like the whole idea of this crop, it literally could replace like cotton and, and concrete and plastic and yes. all of these toxic things we bring into the world. <laughs> and so to jar it in something that is taking from the planet just to then put it back out and probably not have it recycled properly. It just seems counterproductive. So where you can put a little more effort in, you should and tree hugger. I feel like I'm like a sponsor. Shout out Brian tree hugger. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tree hugger containers. containers. Yes. They're (laughs) awesome. Mm -hmm. So many, so many good ones though, you know, like that are doing their part. Which is awesome. In California and Colorado, I, I see it everywhere. And it's the new wave. Yep. Yeah. So mm. what do you see as the biggest shift then that you saw or that you see currently between the two states or their biggest contrast? I would say the branding and like dispensary experience. Yeah. Um, just like the fact that Colorado still has deli style. Um, you go in and it's like unmarked. Mm-hmm. big jars and it has the strains but like you can smell them you can get your nose in them yeah but not recently not, not now COVID, with yeah. corona yeah so with that's a big thing you know like when you don't know the farm and trust the brand and they're just strains mm-hmm. are coming in and going and you may never see it again that's like literally branding right there like and some people don't do it and they don't need to so they just sell their weed like we used to to dispensaries to just be in a big jar. And it says probably the dispensary name and then a strain name mm-hmm. and the testing. And that's about it. Whereas the California experience is more like boutique-y. Yeah. There's a lot you more see all the packaging. You see yeah. all the branding. Yeah. It's, it's a different experience. Like you get yeah. a leather There's bound more, more menu money. and they call your name and it's like appointment style one-on-one you can ask questions mm-hmm. about terpenes and sourcing and cannabinoids mm-hmm. it's cool and everybody's very well educated and not saying that people aren't here but there's like a, it just it's if just you so go to fair. certain places mm-hmm. out there it's a totally different experience yeah yeah the licensing's different the state of colorado is much more supportive of the licensing structure than in california and not saying that california isn't supportive of their licensing but like it's like any big major I mean state like that you know that there's going to be people behind the scenes that are getting different treatment than others whether it's good or bad based on money yeah and like they change the law like the licensing like the props all the time and people are it's just not really 
I don't want to say it's not stable. It's definitely stable, but like it's just kind of sketchy in my opinion. Compared, There's still like, a lot of gray area. Yeah, though, a lot of gray. Say. Like it's with anything where we're we have some states doing one thing and some completely doing the other. Like you're going to have gray area across mm-hmm. the country and until you know it becomes federally legal. I really feel like if every state yeah. just modeled it off of Colorado, though, it would work. Yeah, Colorado like does pay, have a really good yeah. model here. Yeah, and even like awesome. from the business side of it, like we pay a shitload in percentage of taxes. It's crazy. It's like you know, like wow. fifteen to twenty-five percent taxes, depending on what county you're in. It can be that. I mean, think of twenty-five cents of every dollar going to the state just right out of the top of it. You know, wow. So it's kind of nuts, like from that side. But I know in California, to get like a facility, like a thirty thousand square foot facility in California, is like significantly more expensive than what it'd be to get here too. Wow. Yeah. And you really want to like own your building if you can. I was going to say, are y'all leasing or own it? Yeah. Right now we're leasing. We weren't planning on buying two licenses to begin with, you know, so we bought the the rec license and it was in the middle unit, you know, of a building. Um, And then the guy next door was like, you guys are growing in a different style than we are, blah, 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 blah. Landlord connected us and we ended up buying his license. So now we just have them, you know, right by each other, which is nice. Mm. Um, it makes it makes right it next easy. To each other. Yeah, right next to each other. It makes it easy for everybody that works there, which is cool. The really team dynamic thing they got going on that I feel like has made this what it is. The whole group, like wow. from these guys up top to the growers, just being so receptive to chaos and knowing what to do and not because we and like not having enough funds like that's part of it too like we could be real about it like we're running a facility on a Mm -hmm. shoestring budget like i'm Mm -hmm. 30 years old (laughs) like you know yeah that's why that's incredible though nick was saying like it's not what you think it is don't just do the bare minimum if you're gonna do this your your peace of mind is is worth knowing what you need and and feeling good about asking for what you need Mm -hmm. when it comes to this because that's what it's all about like we were saying the confidence in your gut like feeling like asking for what you fucking need to do this project, not being like, I only need this and then scrambling because mm-hmm. it's not worth it. And your whole team and yourself. You need like to well, not be you. stressed out about financials in order to run a business like we're running in order to grow at like a, a facility. Like you can't have stress around plants. That's like, that's real. Yep. Like yeah, that affects it needs to be a great environment. So receptive. Yeah. yeah. But that was like the hardest business part though, was learning like exactly what was actually needed and how to build that like with no experience of doing that before really, you know? So it was cool. Yeah. This guy like manifested this out of his, <laughs> out of thin air, like not thin air, but like years coming. But he seriously, like what he says he's going to do all of a sudden like builds around him and it's, it's pretty it's the crazy team, to watch. Though. There's a supportive team there. Like I have yes, people that like- But it starts with your like manifestation yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. I like to dream when I'm hot. <laughs> that's just the reality. <laughs> like, I've listened to like grew up on like hip hop, dude, where that's all they talk about is like, you could just go like, I grew up on like Kanye, dude. <laughs> like people yes. that are like somewhat fucking crazy in their sense, but you just like- I think this is why the big companies fail because like you see people that get funded like $50 million, mm-hmm. like 50 fucking like million fucking dollars. Fucking med men. But yeah, people like, oh like of the, that have these huge investment funds behind them. And it's, they put in like the CEO of some fortune hundred company, which is like 
I'm sure that man or woman is a beast at running their business that they're running. If they're mm-hmm. a CEO, whatever. But you don't know shit about cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the, it's line. a whole different world. You have to understand, like, mm-hmm. I mean, you have Stone. to be a part of the culture. Yeah, to, you can't fake it in this. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, no, you'll get exposed. Like, like this is like men. Men. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we lived in the Bay for two and a half years, and up there was like CEO boot camp for me. That's like the only way that I could describe Whoa. it. I was just like, that's a different world, Northern California specifically. Yeah, business like San there Francisco is crazy. area. Yeah, Dude, it's a race. Yeah, there's a race. There's a rat race for sure. Oh my and like, I got caught up in it a little bit. Like, I'm not yeah. even going to bullshit with you. Like To survive. Yeah, to survive. Like, oh, oh, yeah. You got to get caught up. Like, you got to. There's so much like judgment. It's like, who who are you? What's on your wrist? What car are you driving? Like, that kind of shit. Where like, oh I was like, Lord. young. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and happy I didn't get too it's swept up It's a lot of like it, the tech chads. But wow. yeah. there's chads. a lot of good there too. There's more, way more good than There's a lot of good up chads. there. That place is dope. It's wow. really, really yeah, cool Northern area. California, yeah. like, was even just the cannabis world alone. How do you feel about Harborside? I've been there one time, and it was, like, when I first understood the industry. And uh-huh. then when I would go places, like, I would, like, there's someone that I fucked with in the town that would point me in the direction of, like, the little local shop, you yeah. know? So, like, we would start going to little local places. Or, like, we all had, she was working with a ton of brands up there. They have, like, this dope little girl gang that they all work together up there. It was really cool actually to That's see. That's why I'm like, like, Northern California will always have a piece of my heart. Very, very creative people up there. Yeah. And people that are just yeah. like, you know what? Out there. Fuck it. And, yeah. and doing <laughs> like the dopest things. Like you're going to old um, recording studios like in Sausalito and, and taking a little bit of mushrooms and listening to this guy play music with like Experience like a grinder yeah. and a coaster and a lighter and a penny, like creating beats, and you're like laying with all your friends, and there's no booze, but there's snacks and water and like cacao and tea, and it's just this world that like you feel like your healthiest best self because so, you're just wow. like so living warm off and the welcoming. land. Yeah, it's so warm and welcoming. I and love it there. Like. Yeah, it's fucking dope. Just awesome experiences. San Francisco, Oakland. And now for a quick commercial break. (laughs) And don't forget to use McCarter Gets High at www.mjarsenal.com. So currently, what gets you high in life? I love you. Look at you with the <laughs> blood in your head. So currently. It's been cool. Like just being able to be back in like building mode where you're thinking about expanding like in every area. And like Fuzzy's been great and supportive through all the crazy shit. So now it's nice that things are like kind of slowing down where we're feeling okay and confident with things. Cause it's like, this shit it's takes been a some toll. Time. Yeah, yeah. It's been, I mean, she works it does a huge part of the business on like the marketing side for us, you know? So like working with me, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just like bitching about shit. <laughs> like, you know? And she's he heard that every for right three years bitch. now. So it's nice to like 
things. I'm finally not bitching about shit because things are working. Wow. <laughs> so it's, it's nice to just have watch yeah. his phone rings. They're like, dude, yeah, yeah. a fucking dinosaur <laughs> fell out of the sky, and <laughs> it's on our veg our veg plants that we've been. Yeah, concocting crazy for shit months. happens. Oh but my god! I feel good about it now. But yeah, having that support's been great. That gets me up, to be honest. Not to be sucking up to you or anything, but what do you want? Up, what do you really want? No, the, but you said a title of science. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he literally says, "It's like I want title of science." No, I'm kidding. So yeah, building. Put it on your OnlyFans wish list. You'll get it in no time. $5 buttholepictures.com. <laughs> <laughs> Forward slash Nick Cozy. <laughs> yes. Get it. Um, get it. Yeah, that's my yeah. cool. Building what was your original for you? question. What nice. gets you high? You said building. Building. Support. Yeah, I like my life. Like straight up. Like yes. I, it's been cool to like. And it's taken. Yeah, it's taken me. It's not. This has been like five years of like being. Six years of being in the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. And like I started off selling nutrients for a company, you know, and from going to every grow to every grow, I was like, "This is dumb as fuck. Why am I selling nutrients? I'm like I need to have one of these grows." <laughs> yeah. like, yes. And seeing like how brands are built, like that was the coolest shit to me. That was like, I mean, I had friends in Chicago that like started shoe boutiques, like in watching it, Dreamtown shoes. Shout out, and, Oogie. Yeah, Dreamtown shoes and Sovereign in Chicago. Which is now like one of like the most exclusive shoe stores like in the world. Wow. So it's cool to see like how people just are like, all right, we're going to build this brand, but stay true to like yourself too. Yeah. yeah. Like we you build know, like, it off of your like interests and passions. <laughs> I, that's all he does is like, he literally manifested meeting Snoop Dogg and like through a good ass friend that was also a friendship out of like weird synchronicity and manifestation. Like, He's literally smoked blunts with Snoop Dogg. And I'm like, I don't know anyone else that's from like fucking Illinois. We both are. But yeah. like, that's just like, I'm going to smoke amazing. with Snoop one day. And like does. He just I makes just like shit happen. just like being around hip hop people. And that was, yes. that was just like, that had nothing to do with even anything. I well, did, it's like, your passions. It's yeah. like weed, hip hop, music. And yeah, the lines. Yeah, like, it's cool when you get opportunities though to like meet with people and like. Fuck yeah. Talk to people for a while and. Not even him per se, but like his people around him, you know, that we're friends with. And yeah, doors open, which for shit. And it's cool just to see wow. into a world like that. That like I just he grew wants up to golf with schoolboy. Yeah. That would be the coolest shit ever. So, schoolboy, yeah. schoolboy Q, yeah. if you're listening yeah. to yeah, this. Yeah, let's play golf together. Yes. He has we all of your Malvin <laughs> clothes. Amazing. I just like golfing and smoking weed. And like that's. And listening to hip hop. Yeah. And I'm not like boys with Snoop either. Like, it's not like that. We like smoked weed one time and oh I'm like, God. yeah, just to be clear. What did Snoop talk <laughs> just about? About Bitcoin to start. The first thing was Bitcoin. Because I was like at this thing with my boy, Angelo, who we get about Angelo now. Um, <laughs> invited us down and we're at his like, his uh, like compound in LA. It's like dope. We like pull up and like you go through this building. Like the whole building is like all like, dark darkly lit dimly lit like pictures of him with like everybody like everybody in there it's so cool like just the the history that you see walking through there um and then the back side of it's like a green room like a giant green room and there's a couple rooms like that and angela and i were literally just sitting there like for like five hours like no (laughs) joke like and and you can't talk when you're on the side of stuff because they were doing interviews swirl media is angela's friend's company 
Uh-huh. And they invited Angelo down and he got to invite me. That's how that worked. Wow. I think just to talk about weed stuff, to be honest, because it was like a documentary, you know? Wow. So, yeah. Um, we were there for like five hours where they were doing the interview. Like Nick Cannon was there. <laughs> it was <laughs> Shout great. out Nick Cannon. I just, like, he just like walked by. I'm like, okay, what's up, dude? <laughs> like That's it was hilarious. like a very casual thing, but they're doing the documentary. It gets over with at the end. And like I, at this point, I was sitting there and I had like brought weed with, like obviously I'm going to bring him weed if, we're, if there's even a possibility of yeah. smoking with him. Like that would be and dope. a bunch of blunts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Backwards. bunch of blunts. Yeah, they were backwards. But I rolled up two blunts. I smoked with his manager, Kiefer, who was like walking through the studio. And him and I actually are like friends now and like keep in touch with each other about shit. Nice. Um, who's like super nice dude too, like very humble dude. So it's cool to have connections with them from that like random day that we just randomly, cause I, I was like, yo dude, I need to smoke a blunt. <laughs> like, can we go smoke yeah. somewhere? And I didn't want to just like smoke a blunt in there. I didn't know if that was mm-hmm. cool. Like, I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to overstep anything. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, let's go in a room. So we like went in this room, him, myself, Angelo, we smoked a couple of blunts and then like, it was very chill. And then at the end of it, I rolled up a couple and gave him a snoop. And I was like, yo, I know these are swishers and you probably smoke backwards. Like, I know you smoke backwards, but here you go. And we like did like the corny, take a picture with him shit. And then as we were walking away, he said something to Angelo and he's like, yo, you guys come back and smoke these with us. And I was like, oh, dope. Like, this is fucking cool. Oh. So we went back. It was him. Uh, the dude's name's Lil Half Dead, who's like his DJ. Um he, yeah, it was crazy. Name. Yeah, they're both like cool ass dudes though. Wow. And it was like Angelo, myself, and a couple other people that came back and we just like smoked blunts. <laughs> like that was, it was it really. It was cool. It's like a very cool experience being in there with them and just like smoking blunts and having like real like conversations for a couple hours and like just being around that energy and hearing about shit and like sitting down and having the respect back to listen about what I was talking about was like the coolest shit for me. I was like, damn, this dude's like actually listening to what I'm saying about this, like, you know? So it was cool. And I'm sure he does that with like a fucking million people, but just having that experience with someone like that was like, like, damn, we're smoking fucking months with like somebody who has connections to people that like, just crazy. crazy. Yeah, like musicians and stuff I'm saying, you know? So it was cool to have all that energy. Like there's such a powerful energy about that dude. Wow. Yeah, it was cool. Definitely very cool. That's But but yeah, Bitcoin. That was what it started with. Bitcoin. (laughs) Bitcoin. So we should learn more about Bitcoin. That's how we started the business was with Bitcoin. What? (laughs) Yeah. Literally, like the first idea that we had was like the, like we started a business with was like, I sold this dude lights for, I, forget, I think it was like 700 bucks or some shit. And like grow lights. Okay. He's like, I don't have money, but I'll pay you in Bitcoin. And this was like way back in the day. And he just gave me a jump drive of shit. And there was like almost four Bitcoins on it. So like, I just like was like, okay, how do I sell these? <laughs> like, what does this look like? And like came up a little bit on some Bitcoin, you know, what and put fuck? like every dollar into trying to like flip it into $2 type of situation like fell on our face 10 times, <laughs> but then figured it out. But yeah, that's what it was just like. He's like, has anyone ever spent Bitcoin? I'm like, yeah, dude, that's like how I'm here right now, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> so it was cool to like, just talk about that shit. And now like I sold my Bitcoins all off and I have none and I don't know shit about it anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. Like, Honestly, if you know about Bitcoin, please write in to yeah. us. Yeah, <laughs> anyone with more 
knowledge than what you've just heard. Please, please write in. Please write in. Please help. Please, please help. Help. <laughs> help. We're trying to get rich off of Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> but we want to mine it ourselves with yes. chocolate coins. So let us know if we in. can do that. Thank you, McCarter and you. Zach. Thank y'all so much. Us. You mean so much to me. I'm so happy I you came into my you. life. I couldn't love you more, <laughs> even if I tried. <laughs> I love you. And now it's time for the stoner story of the day. Big thanks to Tessa N. for submitting this story. She writes, Hi, McCarter. First off, I'm super excited about this podcast, and I can't wait to hear it. My highest story is probably from about a year after I started smoking, before smoking was a super regular thing for me. I still had a pretty low tolerance, so whenever I got stoned, I was just relaxed and happy, but never felt the anxiety or anything else some people feel. I really only smoked blunts or bowls at this point, and my boyfriend at the time thought it would be a good idea to teach me the ways of a, of a gravity bong. In 2016, I was with him and our other friend, who had both been smoking for a while, and we were going to get high and play Pokemon Go. I took the second rip after my boyfriend and spent at least two full minutes coughing and thinking I was about to vomit. After the coughing fit, I was absolutely fried. My friend started singing and I was laughing so hard I wet my pants and had to wear my boyfriend's giant sweatpants the whole time we played Pokemon Go. Go. Although I pissed myself, I still had so much fun and was so giggly all night. So the next time he mentioned gravity bongs, I was very down. We were home alone, and it was at 4 p.m. We decided to make ourselves the biscuits from Red Lobster. I love those biscuits. (laughs) And smoke while we waited for them to cook. We went outside, and I took the first hit, died a little inside, and then had the bright idea to take a second rip. After the second hit, I was literally on a different planet. I was watching myself from across the room, and when I finally stood up to go check on the biscuits... I came back into my body somewhat. I remember walking inside and I was looking at myself walking through the house from in front of myself. Then I would change perspectives and I would be looking at myself from one side and then it would switch back and I would be watching myself from the other side. This sounds so nuts and terrifying. I started freaking out and ate to try and calm myself down. I took down 12 out of 12 of the biscuits and then fell asleep at 5 p.m. and slept till 7 a.m. the next morning. This photo was taken at 5 a.m. in my bed, or no, sorry, 5 p.m. when you can see all the remnants of biscuit on my face. It's a super cute photo of her looking very stoned with the biscuits all over. Surprisingly, I started regularly ripping gravity bongs after this, but I still think it's one of the funniest and scariest high stories I have ever have had. Hope you enjoyed my clusterfuck of a story and can't wait to hear the pod. It's 420 somewhere. Thank you so much, Tessa, for writing that in. I have definitely been there, peed my pants, thrown up from coughing, thought I was on a different planet, thought I was in a parallel universe, been there I love it. I love it. Please, everyone, keep writing in stories. I love to read them. They're so great. Be sure to email McCartergetshighpod at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you.